Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so in um, in uh, Parak Tessus, it's Parsha. It says as follows: Let's say some In the second year after they left Mitzrayim, in the first month, meaning Nisan, Hakadosh Baruch said, "It's Nisan. It's already time for Karim Pesach again." It's time to make a car in Pesach. Rashi notices something very odd. Two and a half weeks ago, we learned Parshas Bamidbar. I know it was a long time ago, it was before Shavuos. And the Sefer Bamidbar started with. Sefer by Midbar, two and a half weeks ago, started in the first day of the second month. Paraktes of Sefer by Midbar starts on the first day of the first month. Out of order. We're two and a half weeks later, and the Torah is a month earlier. Moving in the wrong direction. Rashi notices this and says, Rashi says, Parsha Shabaresh HaSefer Lainemra Adiyar. The first Parsha in the beginning of Sefer B'Mibra wasn't sent to Lear. Lamada Tashayn Seder Mokdum Mokhar B'Tayr. We see from here that there's a Mokdum Mokhar B'Tayr. You should know that's one of the topics that gets me like to turn off immediately. No. But this is the main part. Okay, you're allowed to go out of order in the Torah. But there has to be a reason. There's no mitzvah to go out of order. So Rashi is, why, so why didn't it start chronologically? Because this parasha could bring up a slightly embarrassing fact for Klal Yisrael. Because this happened to have been the only time out of 40 years that they ever brought a Karn Pesach. So it's a little embarrassing. So we don't talk about, we don't talk about the Genusan of Yisrael. We find this, this Svara made its way into Shulchan Arach. There's a Magan Avram in Simen Samach right in the beginning of Simon Samach, that talks about the Sheish Zechirus. That there's six mitzvahs that we have to remember. And from a guy, I say it every morning after davening. The Sheish Zechirus. You have to remember the Mon, and you have to remember Shabbos, and you have to remember Amalek, and you have to remember Miriam, and you have to remember the Egel. All the Sheish Zechirus that we have to remember. And the Mogan Avram says, between Parsha Zohar and Shabbos, and Yomim Tevim Zecher Laman, we have all of them covered except for two. There's no special institution to remember Maisa Egel. There's no Kriya that we say like uh, during the year. And there's no Kriya special for, there's no Yomtev for Zechiris Maisa Miriam that she talked to Shin Hara Meshra Abeno Agat Saras. Why is it? Why do four out of six do we make a special ceremony to? be Mekayim, the mitzvah of Zechira, and two, we don't. Says Rosh, says the Mogan Avram, same thing, because they're both embarrassing stories. The story with the Egel is embarrassing, 
And the story with, with Miriam is embarrassing. So we, we try to hide it. We try to cut, we try to bury it. Just like here, the Torah Rashi is saying buried the story in Parak Tess and didn't lead with it. We're all familiar with the concept that the New York Times will publish a story on page one, big headline, Israelis kill four Palestinian children. And three days later, in page 29, Ahmed Bey's, is a little correction. Oh, it's been brought to our attention. The Palestinian children are killed by Palestinians. You know, from the other guys, the Fatah, the, the Hamas, and the Hezbollah, they got mad at each other and killed four kids. It wasn't Israel. I'm sorry for the correction. There we understand this concept that most people of my ilk only read the headlines of the New York Times. There's like five or six old men that read page 29. So, so you write the Shlachta headline, that's all anyone sees. And when you have to write something embarrassing about yourself, you already bury it on page 29. There's this concept of burying. Does the Torah really think that by putting it in Parshas Baalesha it's going to get buried? I mean, we're going to lay in Parshas Baalesha. Misapra begins in Shayisrael. So it's not as if in your time we'll have the Elf Alfe Alfe Halaf Avdalus. We're going to lay in it in two weeks, in three weeks. That's not a burying job. Same thing with with the Shayisrael. So we don't want to talk about the Parshas Ego really. I don't know the exact count, but it's like 10 times we lay in the Parshas Ego during the year. We lay in the Parshas Kisisa. We lay in it every time it's Tzibar twice. And we lay in it on Cholomite Pesach, Shabbos Cholomite. So, I mean, like, we lay in it plenty of times. So when we don't make a special ceremony, you think we don't know about it? Parshas Miriam. We're going to lay in it in a couple weeks in Shul. We're going to have Verit there better. We're going to hack about it. These are not real good attempts at bearing it. What is this concept Rashi is talking about? So to answer this, Lake Tua, Reb Chaim Shemulevitz, I'm sure we've discussed before. Reb Chaim Shemulevitz says that the Pasuk in Beresha says that when the Arabs who bought Yosef, they brought him, they were having donkeys, uh, camels carrying spice. Sorry of a lot. They had, the camels were carrying spice. Rashi says, why does the Torah have to tell you what was the load of the camels carrying? What does that have to do with the story? Says Rashi, because normally these Arabs carry foul-smelling stuff. And So Yosef shouldn't have to suffer the bad smell. Therefore, the camels were carrying spice. So I ask you, let's say you are unfortunately arrested in some third world country. Let's say you go on one of these uh, trips to Morocco and like you do something wrong, and, um, and uh, what's his face, and nowhere around to save you? Holmine. Um, no, um, Homeland's friends with the king. Homeland's friends with the king, but he's not around <laughs> to save you. Vivier uh, is there. You know that guy, Yanner Schwager. Flippy's uh, Flippy Schwager Schwager. Rabbi, you know, Rabbi JJ. Yeah, no, JJ's guy. <laughs> yeah, Sh- Louis Shiner's. You know, he's singing Adli other whatever. He's not there to save. I can't, sir. You're you're in the back of this paddy wagon, in some two-bit banana republic. 
arrested by some two-bit Banana Republic cop about to take you to a two-bit Banana Republic jail that I don't really want to think about. So you're in the back of this paddy wagon, and you notice that Bar Hashem hanging from the rearview mirror is a Hashena Christmas tree with, that has good air freshener. And you say, ah, Bar Hashem, white forest. <laughs> Bar Hashem, it's, it's, a, it's a good day. It's a, it's a great day. Huh? Vanilla, yeah. It's a great day. The paddy wagon has the right kind of dice hanging from the mirror that smell good and make a new car smell. What? You're in a paddy wagon in Morocco. It's not a good day. What is Rashi talking? What are Chazal talking about? Subhan Shmulevit says, a wonderful Yusayid, which is a great attitude if one can have it in life, that yes, there are some times that a Kodesh Baruch Hu has to punish somebody. Sometimes a Kodesh Baruch Hu has to punish Klai Yisrael. It was necessary for the Tikkun of Klai Yisrael that Yosef HaTzadik be sold into Mitzrayim. It was a geferlach a thing. It was a terrible punishment. But it was necessary for the development of Klai Yisrael. When a, when a person finds himself in a matziv, that he's on the receiving end of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's mate, he can sometimes think, I'm lost, I'm forlorn, I'm forsaken, I'm hopeless, I have nothing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu turns his back on me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu at that time shows you a wink, shows you a smile, sends you a kiss. I have to do this, but I'm still there with you. And that's what he's shown with the Arches Ishmaelim carrying Tzari carrying spices. That even though, yes, it's a gefelach, a gezerah, that has to happen, but don't worry, I'm here with you, and here's, here's where I am, in this little corner, that at least it smells good. And yes, the Tyra has to tell us the parsha of the Egel, we have to learn the parsha of the Egel. The Tyra has to tell us the parsha of Miriam, we need to learn the lessons of Lashon Har. But the Tyra did it in a way that I still care about your dignity. Because if you ever want someone to listen to your musr, if you ever want someone to listen to what you're saying, if you, th- if you show them that you don't care about them, if you show them that you don't care about their dignity, if you show them that I'm here to show you up and to make you feel bad, they're not going to listen to a word you're saying. The minute you show them, I love you, I care about you, I want your success, but I have to do this anyway. You have them. And that's what the Torah is doing over here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to show us, have to tell us. They only brought one carbon Pesach out of 40 years for whatever reason. Not a good thing. But rather than HaKadosh Baruch Hu leading with it and giving us the impression that we're in such bad trouble, he doesn't even care about our dignity. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, yes, I have to admonish you, but I care about your dignity. I will do it in a way that I show you I still am out there looking for you. I still care about you. I still have you in mind. And yes, sometimes it's a Shrek Chazach, but I first have to show I love you. Later in this week's parsha, we know that we have the two backward nuns bracketing Vayibin Sayah Aaron, Lahafsik Bain, Peronis Lepiranis. That's the separate between the Pasik of. Tina Kaberech mi Beis Hasefer. This is the first time I put my tie on since yesterday morning. 
Do we have to have between the Tina Kabarech Mubesa Sefer and the Parsha of the Mesainen? And we have to have something in the middle. But ask the Altaf and Slabotke, okay, there has to be an interruption between the two Tsars, but why does it have to be Vayibin Sayyaran? Zog the Altar, the same you said. That yes, HaKadosh Baruch who has tainus on us, how we left Sinai. And yes, HaKadosh Baruch who was unhappy, how we dealt with the Mesainanim and we kvetched. And yes, there are Puranas, and yes, the Puranas have to be dealt with. But, HaKadosh Baruch says, don't, don't forget for a second, I still live with you. I'm still amongst you. Hashem shows us that even though it's been tzara l'tzara, and even though you've done something wrong, I'm still with you. And that's the most effective way to give Moser. Shabbos.